Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? Is that the song you're yes. thinking of? Because <laughs> something you said made me think of it, and then I was like, I don't know it. I hope that's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> it will be. <laughs> Um, well, okay. Here's a thing. Tell me about it. So I went to the East Coast. Yes. Right. And I miss you very much. I know. You're not allowed to ever leave again. I'll try not to. I mean, just to get it out there, since we're already rocking and rolling on this bitch, that is my goddamn for this week, is that you were gone for a whole fucking week and a couple of days. And it's been like two weeks since we've hung out. Even longer, because you went to Tucson before that. This shit isn't cool. I know. I'm sorry. I need I to fucking hang out. Deeply <laughs> apologize. Carl is scratching at the door. <laughs> Come in, Carl. He's like, uh, my second mom is here. <laughs> I can smell her. <gasps> my baby. Hi, I love you. Please don't knock my mic over. I love you. I missed you, bubba boy. Alrighty, so you were in Massachusetts. That's I was. Where we left off. I was in Massachusetts, and I missed you so hard. I missed you so much. You're never allowed to leave again. I know. I'm sorry. But this was a spooky thing that happened to me that I was like, oh, I need to tell Stacy. And then I was yes. like, I'm not going to tell her. I'm going to wait. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, okay. I don't know when this house was built, but it's my, like, mom's cousin's house. Uh-huh. We were staying with her, and you know how when you stay at someone's house, they're like, take this guest room. It's the spookiest fucking room in the house. Yeah, like, we have a random rocking chair in the corner and one pillow on the bed and this blanket that someone who has died three years ago made. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they yeah. don't tell you any of that. They're no. just like, here you go. There's three beds in this room, but, like, we're married, so we're like, we'll just squeeze into the biggest one, which is yeah. still small, but... Super uncomfortable. A rocking chair. And there's and always a raggedy Ann somewhere. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. And it's like wow. ragged. Yeah. Like it's from the original. It's the first one. Yes. <laughs> the, it's the prototype. Yeah. Oh my God. And then it was the room with the attic. Nope. Yep. Nope. <gasps> yeah. That's yeah. how you die. Right. That's how you die. Why would you put a person in there? <laughs> <laughs> why, would, why would you ever be like, well, here, stay in this room? Clearly, you are the least loved one. I know. They were Obviously. willing to sacrifice yeah. you guys. There was another empty bedroom. But she was like, nah. This you one. stay in the fucking scary room. <laughs> so I was like, cool. So I was in there, and I was trying to put my baby to sleep. Uh-huh. And... Brandon was out at the car getting something, so he was outside. It was like, I don't know, we got in at, it was probably like maybe 10 at night or something. Oh, geez. So it's like nighttime. You're tired. Yeah. And so I was giving him a bottle and stuff, and Mm -hmm. as soon as I like put the bottle in his mouth and sat down on the bed, I had the light on. Uh Uh-huh. And I put the bottle in his mouth, and he closed his eyes, and the light turned off. Nope. It turned all the way down. Like, it was a dimmer. It turned all the way down and then off. And I was like, no, 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 no. Well, this is how I die, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nope. 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 It wasn't okay. Oh, my God. Did you, like, shoot up and flip the light on? Hell, yeah, I did. Yeah. I had my baby in my arms, so. And he was like, like, what the fuck, Mom? Yeah, like, why are you turning? And then I was like, light on full blast. Yeah. I need to see everything. Oh, my God. It was just so spooky. And then. That's creepy. He is just pointing at the fucking attic hatch. No. Mm -hmm. Your baby? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. No. They see shit. Fucking, I know. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Oh, my God. What did you do? (laughs) Well, when Brandon came back in, I was like, can you believe this just happened? And he was just like, you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you don't understand. There's a dead body up there. And someone is telling our son that the dead body's up there. Yeah. And then it makes me feel better that Brandon tells me I'm stupid because then I'm like, okay, well, if someone doesn't believe, then I'm clearly wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then I can sleep tonight. Yeah. And then I slept there for the whole fucking week or whatever. Oh, yeah. We can't share that room. No. I will freak you straight the fuck out. Yeah, you would. Because I'll be like, I think I see him. <laughs> no, there's definitely something up there. Oh, and there no. was the spooky rocking chair in there. And, uh-uh. like, and you're like, it's rocking for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know what you can convince yourself? Like, no, it's totally moving. No. Mm-hmm. I was fucking terrified. For the whole week, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that, was, uh, that was my slightly terrifying goddamn. Yeah, I'm not cool with that. Mm-mm. Who went first last time? I went first and you went last. That would be the order. <laughs> Maybe I went second. <laughs> Maybe I like that better, okay? <laughs> now nah, you fucking went last. 
Okay, uh, listener discretion is advised. Okay, that's for everything we've done. Yeah, well, this is especially. Is this is this worse than smashing his nuts like gushers? That was hard to say. <laughs> smashing is this worse than smashing his nuts like gushers? Not in that sense. That's pretty bad. But or like, this one is going to offend your sensibilities. All of them. I don't even know what that means. It means it's about children and animals. Why would you do this to me? Because I hate you. Ugh, I literally turn podcasts off when they start talking about children, so I might turn you off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to breeze through it. I was like, she can get through this. Okay, so it's just part of the story. Yeah, it's just part of it. Well, Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I don't know that you are, but we're going to just... We're just going to go with it. And I'm going to be learning a little bit because I really don't remember writing much of it. And That's it was only last fun. night. So Be prepared for me to yell I at you. I wasn't even drunk. I better be able to sleep tonight. Ooh. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> so this is The Vampire of Sacramento. <laughs> Ooh. I think I might know parts of this. Do you? <gasps> Wait. I do know this and I didn't read it anymore because it's about a pedophile. Right? No. Oh, okay. But I like how your last story was about... That's why I chose it. A vampire werewolf guy, too. It was about a 300-year-old werewolf. This one's about a vampire. Yeah. But didn't he have some ties to vampirism? Oh, yeah. I wish um, I didn't use that word. It was that website, Vampire Freaks. Yep. So the Vampire of Sacramento's name, given name, uh-huh. was Richard Trenton Chase. Uh, old Richard. He old is dick. considered a serial killer. And his killing spree was from December 1977 to January 1978. So, oh, so like, short. Just a month long. He was born May 23rd, 1950, and he was raised in a strict household and beaten by his father a lot. So he was only like, he was like young, or mid-20s? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was 27. Okay. Quick math. <laughs> he was beaten by his dad, and by age 10, he was drinking and smoking. Ooh. And. Rebel. Yeah. And in his teens, he became an alcoholic and began to show traits found in most serial killers well i'm sure if you're drinking alcohol at such a young age you're like losing some very precious like brain forming childhood well that, oh, that too yeah i yeah. guess so <laughs> well said traits are he started starting fires and killing animals so in high school he had a few girlfriends but couldn't keep a relationship because he couldn't get an erection oh and um, he ended okay up- wait high school uh, i guess yeah. you bone in high school well i mean he was it was the not the 70s. It was the 60s at that point. Yeah, everybody's boning in the 60s. Plus, right. they had babies at, like, 16, so. Exactly. They. Okay. I mean, he was almost doing his factory job. That's, I don't, this is all speculation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, he went to a doctor, which I don't know if he was like, Mom, I can't get an erection. And they said that the probable cause that he couldn't keep an erection was mental illness and repressed rage because he oh. could only be aroused by violent or disturbed <gasps> acts, no. such as killing animals and necrophilia oh stop it Mm, which i don't know how they figure that out like was the doctor like but like does this turn you on and he's like dead people yes yeah yeah like what how do they so at some point in his early adulthood he moves back in with his mom as we all do yeah yeah (laughs) this is hard (laughs) and he thought that she was being paid by the nazis to Mm. poison him yep by putting like a powder under the soap dish what like yeah. anthrax? <laughs> uh, I guess so. Probably. Wait, what? Was it just soap residue? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> like the white part. Yeah. He thought they were going to turn his blood into powder via poison planted beneath the soap dish. What? Turn his blood into powder? Yeah, I don't know what it was going to do as Dude, powder. Use it as glitter? I mean, he just turned to dust or something. <laughs> oh, oh God. Okay. So, the dad makes him move out and, like, buys him an apartment or whatever. Ooh, daddy money. Yeah. Living the dream. So, while he's living alone... Wait, his dad is like, get out of this house. You're crazy. I'll buy you an apartment. Yeah. Yeah. However, they were divorced. The mom and the dad were divorced. So, so I don't know if the dad was just like, listen, you're mentally ill. You need to live away from your mother because you're crazy. Let me do you a song. Or just like, dude, you're an adult. Don't live with your mom. Yeah. So, while he's alone, he begins to capture, kill, and disembowel animals asshole what and kind of devour animals? them raw ew did he get worms <gasps> for sure he has worms probably please hold <laughs> so he puts the entrails into a blender to make smoothies ew but well, that doesn't mean it sound good oh my god i can't even <laughs> form a sentence 
I mean, listen, raw animal doesn't sound good, but I get the like, oh, people like uh, tuna tartare or whatever. Mm. But like not a, bl- a smoothie. Yeah, just rabbit smoothies. Okay. So the reason that he did it was he thought that his heart was shrinking, and if it shrank too much, he would die. So he needed to ingest this blood to make it so that his heart didn't shrink. The fuck? Is his heart shrinking from the powder? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was, like, turning to powder, and so then he thought it, like, I don't know. It's all about the Nazis, though. (laughs) Goddamn. Goddamn Nazis. Ah, shit. What is that sound? I don't actually know. I think it's just fireworks in the valley. Oh, yeah, it is a day to celebrate. <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> it's a Friday, and we're in the hood, so. Yeah, in the hood. At least it's not gunshots, which you might hear later. Yeah. Eventually, he was institutionalized because he got blood poisoning. <laughs> is it from eating raw meat, right? Well, because he was injecting rabbit's blood into his veins. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? Old girl wouldn't be more serious. I'm sure he wasn't, like, using new sterile needles every time. Which is, like, reusing. No one can afford that. All right, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> what? How? Rabbit's blood? Yeah. Of all the animal bloods you could choose. Well, what would you choose? Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's hard to capture a dragon in suburbia, but <laughs> it would be worth it. So the nurses ended up nicknaming him Dracula because he was found with blood smeared around his mouth. And it turns out that he had captured two birds through the bars in his windows, snapped their necks, and drank their blood. Oh, that's how you get the bird flu. (laughs) Avian flu. I am so worried for this guy's health. (laughs) Not only mental, but like physical. For sure, he has worms. Oh, yeah. Like he's got an itchy butthole. Oh, yeah. Oh, worms. Um, keep that in mind for later. Worms? Yeah. So uh, in 1976, he was on medication and deemed no longer a threat to society, and so he was released to the custody of his parents. Okay, so he was on, like, behavioral medicine? Um, yeah, it was like a schizophrenic like... medicine. Okay, got it. And the mom was like, you don't need that. We're done here. You're fine. Do you think the mom was like, fuck, this is expensive, or do you think she was like, my child is perfect? I don't know, but she weaned him off of it. I like how I ask these questions like you would know. Yeah, like I talked to her. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know her thinking on it, but she was like, you stupid, you don't need that. Why are you so stupid, stupid? <laughs> so she weaned him off of it. So the parents, the custody thing that they had or whatever expired and the parents didn't do anything to like renew it. The so custody thing? That he was released into their custody. It expires? Yeah, I guess so. And then they have to be like, are you cool? Like a follow-up. Like a welfare check. Yeah. And they were like, no, nah, he's fine. And so he's they didn't do cool. anything, and it just expired, and then he was just on his own. So he continued capturing, torturing, and drinking the blood of rabbits, dogs, cats, and neighborhood pets. In his mom's house? No, in the apartment that they paid for. Oh. Because okay, they were so like, they put him back there. you're not going to stay here. Yeah. Okay. Because. <laughs> Healthy. You know, totally. why do what the doctor suggests? Yeah. He even contacted a neighbor to tell them what he did to their dog. <gasps> no! Yeah. No! Because he's an asshole. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, he's mentally not there, so maybe he's not an asshole. Maybe, but anybody who eats Carl is an asshole in my books. So. Okay, for sure. I agree with that. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you're having a bad day. <laughs> don't eat my fucking dog. <laughs> It's just one of them days <laughs> that a girl goes through when I'm angry inside. <laughs> Don't want to take it out. I okay. <laughs> so he became kind of obsessed with handguns and as one or would just guns. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he bought a bunch of them, including a 22 handgun, mm-hmm. and he practiced obsessively with it. So he was also fascinated with the hillside strangler. And what the thought, fuck is that? Uh, it was just another serial... It was just another serial killer. Strangling people on the hillside? In Sacramento, yeah. I think it was in Sacramento. And he thought that he was also a victim of Nazi poisoning. And so he began to, like, I don't know, idolize and stuff. That's weird. He stopped grooming himself and eating. He lost a ton of weight. Yeah, he probably had a tapeworm. Yeah, because he was, like... I think they said he was, like, 5'11", and he became, like, 145 pounds. Dang. Which I guess is really small for a man at 5'11". Or he just wasn't feeding himself because he wasn't mentally. And also that. He did stop eating. So. 
Or was he making more like blood smoothies? Oh, he's still making blood smoothies. Is that all he's eating? Uh, You're like, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, he also had a cracker in the morning. (laughs) Why would I know that? (laughs) Who eats crackers in the morning, bitch? It's a Pop-Tart. It's a cracker with icing. (laughs) And strawberry filling if you're not a monster. (sighs) Brown sugar cinnamon. Get out of here. We don't need to do this here. I'll fight you. They don't need to see us like this. (laughs) You're right. Like this. You're right. So in 1977, he showed up at his mom's house with a dead cat. She heard some noise on the porch, and she opened the door, and he was there with a dead cat. I brought you a gift. He thrust it in her face. No. And she was like, ew, right? Yeah. And so then he threw it on the ground. You don't appreciate me. (laughs) He tore open its stomach. Stop. With his hands. Why? And then he smeared the blood all over his face and neck. Aww. And then his mom was like, nah. And she just went inside and closed the door and didn't alert anyone, didn't call the police, what? didn't call the hospital. was what? just like, mm-mm. I'm oh out. My Fuck God. this. I'm out. What would you do if your son did that? Well. 20 years from now, if that happened, what I would, would you do? I would probably call someone. Yeah. I would call, like, the hospital that he was He'll at. Like, hey, I have an idea. Can we get some more of those meds? That I weaned him off of because I'm stupid yeah instead of just closing the door yeah yeah she just went back inside like nope not my problem gosh not now not never i'd be like you're gonna get worms <laughs> don't put the blood on your face right why are you doing that hi <laughs> nice to see you <laughs> oh you look busy <laughs> i'll come back <laughs> oh that's what all this racket is i'm gonna go back inside you seem to have this handled <laughs> oh my god on August 3rd, 1977, mm-hmm. police found his Ford Ranchero, which is like a El Camino, like it's the truck car, but it's not that, uh-huh. you know, I just needed to tell you that because I Googled it. Okay. Because I was like, I've never heard of this. Yeah, I don't think I have either. They found his Ford Ranchero stuck in a sand drift in Nevada by Pyramid Lake. In a sand drift? Yeah. Is that like a I think wash? it means like a dune. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, Okay. Well, inside were two rifles, a pile of clothes, a bucket full of blood, and cow's liver. What? A bucket full of blood. Mm-hmm. And then he was found naked and soaked in blood and screaming in the oh. sand. Oh. Outside the car. Well, obviously outside the car, yes. but like close to the car, far away from the car. <laughs> I don't have the schematics. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm thinking. I need to know. Like, uh-huh. was he just, like, by the car, like, bah! Or was he, like, wandering aimlessly? Well, they said they found him in the sand, which okay. I think means, like, wandering farther away. Yeah. Okay. And, like, his car was stuck, I guess. So he was probably, like, gotta get out of here. Without any of my clothes. Yeah. So he claimed the blood. blood was his own and had leaked out of his flesh. Ah, like sweat? <laughs> yeah, just let that soak in. <laughs> <laughs> It's all that Nazi poisoning. (laughs) A couple months later, December 27th, 1977, he fired a 22 handgun into a woman's home. It got lodged into her kitchen wall, but no one was harmed. Shit. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. So then two days later on December 29th, he killed a man in a drive-by shooting. The man's name was Ambrose Griffin. He was a 51-year-old engineer and father of two. He was helping his wife bring in the groceries, mm-hmm. and ballistics determined that it was the same gun used to fire into the woman's house. Yeah, that they found in the wall. Yeah. So he literally just drove by. This guy's taking in his groceries, and he's like, "You know what? Pop." Yep. Fuck that guy. Oh in my particular. god, that's terrifying. That yeah. Yeah. That could have been anybody. It's just a random guy who's Ugh. like a ra- a random. He's an engineer. Really, he's a dad. He's. It really upsets me that like the mom or the dad didn't do something more about this like that's kind of your responsibility it really upsets me that the mom put took him off the medication like took it upon herself to take him off the medication yeah but where's the dad in all this too like why wasn't he like hey he's gone crazy we should put him back on the meds yeah that's true maybe they were fighting over like who's the cooler parent the mom was like you don't have to take meds i'm not like the other moms i'm like a cool mom (laughs) exactly (laughs) so then january 11th which is fucking a while later because nobody found him right or nobody knew who he was because it was just a drive-by wait i know that this is a second ago but like they just found him in the desert covered in blood and then they were just like here here you go you're at home now yeah because it was his own blood quote unquote was the blood in the bucket cow's blood did they look into that they they were just like as a bucket of blood it's (laughs) the 70s man you just do whatever you want what a time to be alive Carrying around blood. There was a cow's liver, so they probably just assumed it was cow's blood. You can't even have, like, a bloody Band-Aid. Now. Yeah. yeah. Don't put your DNA anywhere. Ah, oh, fuck. 
So January 11th, 1978, he asked his neighbor for a cigarette and mm. then forcibly restrained her until she gave him the whole pack. <laughs> I mean, you could just ask, like, <laughs> fucking right? Are you low, man? Here you go. Jeez, sorry. Shit. Rude. Yeah, real rude. So two weeks after that, he attempted to enter the home of another woman, but the door was locked, and Good. he was under the belief that locked doors meant that he wasn't welcome there. Yeah, that's a good belief to have. Yeah. At least something wasn't fucked up in that brain. Yeah, right? So then he just kind of, like, continued on. He's walking around. He saw a girl that he knew from high school named Nancy Holden, and he asked her for a ride, but she was freaked out by his appearance and was like, nah. Cool. Good, Nancy. Yeah, good on her, right? Good job, Nancy. Um, Call the cops, though. Yeah. This was also on January 21st, 1978. This is like 10 days after the cigarette incident. Wait, did the lady call the cops or anything? Like, he restrained me and took my pack of cigarettes. I don't think so. Mm. It didn't say that he got in any kind of confrontation for it. She was probably just like, that was fucking weird. I'm going to stay away from that guy. Yeah. Whoa, what a weirdo. So after Nancy refused his him a ride, he goes down the street and enters the home of a young married couple. Who didn't have their doors locked. Yeah, they didn't have their doors locked. He defecated on their son's bed and urinated on their infant's clothes. Stop it. This isn't going to be good. I don't want to hear this. Don't worry. I'm going to fucking rush through the bad part for you. (laughs) It's not here yet, though. Don't worry. All the listeners are like, no, that's the part I want to (laughs) hear. I know, right? Well, (laughs) the husband came home and attacks Richard, but he escapes. So then he continues on trying to enter homes. And he enters David and Teresa Whalen's house. Okay. David was at work, and Teresa had been taking out the trash, so the door was unlocked. Oh my gosh, that's such a small window of time. Yep. Not a window, literally. Teresa was three months pregnant. No! Um, he surprised her in the home and shot her three times. So he ran in the house while she was outside? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or it was just like, what about this one? Like, moseyed on up and just oh. happened to be in that, like, little window of time. Not cool. Yeah. He shot her once in the hand, which was like a defensive wound, and oh. twice in the head. No. And God. it was the same gun to use to kill Ambrose. Yeah. So he dragged her body to the bedroom and raped it. <gasps> Stop it. He stabbed her body with a butcher no. knife. Why? He carved the corpse open and removed several organs. Oh, did he find the baby? Doesn't say that, actually. Didn't say anything about that, which is surprising, and I didn't think about it. Well, three months is pretty small still, so maybe he didn't know what he was looking at. That's fucking terrible. So then he uses a bucket to collect all the blood, and he took it to the bathroom to bathe in it. Oh my god, this guy's got a system. Oh, but that's not all. He sliced off her nipple and drank her blood. What? He put it into an empty yogurt container to use as a glass. Just, you know. What? (laughs) Yeah. The nipple? No, he put the blood in there. Oh, okay. To be like, hmm, delightful. He's so sophisticated. Yeah. He found dog poop in the yard and shoved it into her throat and mouth. Why? Because he's an asshole. Per usual. Oh, my God. This is heartbreaking. So... Oh, this part. Okay. You're not going to like this part. Just get ready. Okay. Brace yourself. Okay. January 23rd, 1978, which was two days later, he bought two puppies from the neighbor and killed and drank the blood and then left the bodies on the neighbor's lawn. Oh, my God. That's awful. Okay. I hate this guy so much. So then January 27th, 1978, he enters the home of Evelyn Maroth. How have they not caught this guy yet? Fucking right. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. She's 38, and she was babysitting her nephew, who's 22 months old. <laughs> His name's David. Uh-huh. Her six-year-old son, Jason, was home. Mm-hmm. And her neighbor, Dan Meredith, was also in the home visiting and watching the kids while she was taking a bath. Okay. Dan heard Richard enter the house. He went to go check it out, and he was shot in the head with a twenty-two handgun, point blank. Jeez. Richard stole dan's wallet and keys so then jason the six-year-old ran to his mom's room and richard shot him two times in the head Uh, on the way to doing that he shot the baby in the head he entered the bathroom and shoots evelyn in the head oh my god he drags her body to the bedroom where he sodomizes her while drinking blood from 
the back nope. of her neck where he's cutting her. Nope. He stabbed her at least six times Ugh, in oh my God. the butthole. <laughs> okay, that's not appropriate to laugh at. <laughs> it's, it's not. But I wrote butthole and it made me laugh. <laughs> it's not an appropriate time to laugh, but thank you for the comedic relief because I seriously am like sweating and hate this story. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, so okay. he penetrated her uterus and vital points that filled her abdomen with blood. He sliced open her abdomen and drained all the blood into a bucket and drank it all. All. It says all. Like, mm, just a whole all of it. bucket of blood. Yeah. Ugh, he, God, okay. why is he doing this? Okay. This is the last <sighs> bit that you're going to hate. There's a cat in the closet and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I thought you meant in the story. And I was like, no, there's no cat. <laughs> um, he took David, the baby, his corpse to the bathroom and split open its skull and consumed uh-huh. some brain matter. Ah. Uh-huh. So then a six-year-old girl comes over to play with Jason, the little boy, and startles Chase. No! Sorry. Not another one. Richard. Okay. She lives. Okay. He runs, and she tells a neighbor, and the cops are called because the neighbor comes over and is like, what's going on over here? And Ugh. finds the bodies. They call the cops. There's handprints and footprints everywhere. A little tidbit of information. He took the baby's body with him. What the fuck? This part's also not great so he took david's body with him home he chopped off the penis and used it as a straw to suck blood out of the body and he made smoothies out of the organs and consumed them and then disposed of the body at a nearby church okay there now you're done and by done i mean like i didn't i totally fucking was thinking of other things while you said that part i'm fine with that okay so then the police compile a profile of the killer which was a tall malnourished loner unclean and would kill again And so five days later, Nancy Holden, remember the ride refuser lady? Yeah. She heard the profile and was like, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And so she suggests Richard Chase to the police. They do a background check and it determines that he has a 22 caliber handgun. So they go to his apartment and he refuses to talk to them. So they leave and hide in his apartment building or whatever. Oh. And when he leaves... They arrest him. Oh, it's like, um, to catch a predator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, like, you hide can, out in the bushes? You can leave here. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to yeah. leave. Just kidding. This guy in a ghillie suit jumps out and tackles <laughs> you. <laughs> so, they arrest him. He's carrying a blood-stained box. His parka and shoes are bloody. My God, how is this guy walking around? Seriously. Okay. Inside the box, there's shredded blood-stained pieces of wallpaper and a blood-stained 22 caliber handgun. He claims that the blood was from killing several dogs, but he was also carrying Dan's wallet, which is kind of incriminating. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. So in his apartment, the walls, floor, ceiling, refrigerator, and all eating and drinking utensils were soaked in blood. I'm sure. The blender was coated in coagulated blood and rotting internal organs. Oh my god. Can you imagine walking in and finding that? No. Fucking no. That sounds awful. The fridge had several animal body parts wrapped in foil and David's brains in a Tupperware, pieces of his body in saran wrap, Evelyn and Teresa's internal organs. Oh, my God. And on a counter, there were several pet collars. On the kitchen table had several diagrams of human biology. This is the worst fucking story you've ever told me. Listen, yours with the goddamn penis stir fry really got me. So this is payback. That. Nope. Nope, that you don't know my sensibilities. You can and it's there. disconnect from a little bit because you don't have a penis. Um, don't assume my gender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was very binary of me. <laughs> so then, on May eighth, nineteen seventy nine, he was found guilty of six counts of first degree murder. Oh my! And God. determined not legally insane. What? So he was sentenced to die in a gas chamber. And then on December twenty, where was this? Sacramento. Well, they had gas chambers back then? I guess. On December 26, 1980, he was found overdosed on prescribed antidepressants that he'd been saving up for the last few weeks. So he committed suicide. Yep, he done. And... Ugh, I fucking hate this guy. In 1988, there was a movie called Rampage that's loosely based on his crimes, in case you want to check that out. I don't. Thank you, though, very much. You're welcome. My life is ruined right now. I really don't feel good. Do you want to ruin my life? Yep. Okay, so my story takes place December 12th, uh-huh. 2014, in Economy, <gasps> Pennsylvania. In where? Economy, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I didn't know that was a place. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> and uh, I guess it's like a 
Not cheap. <laughs> well, it's a town with like a small population, like 12,000 people. Hmm. All right. And this happens at about 12.30 p.m. Okay. So a kid gets off of a bus. I don't know if it's a school bus or what. But a kid? He, a kid. A teenager. Okay. A teenager gets off of a bus. He starts walking home. And on his walk home, he goes through like a wooded area or like a bushy area. And he sees something that he thinks is an injured or dying animal. Mm-hmm. And when he gets closer, he realizes that it's a severed head of an elderly woman who's about 50 years old. Wait. Yep. <laughs> I assume he didn't determine the age. No, no, no. I just felt it fit perfect in the story there, right? And so, All right. I guess. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was an older, older lady. They determined she was like 50 years old. All right. <laughs> But he wasn't like, oh my god, this head, <laughs> she looks about 50. Looks to be about 50? Of all the severed heads I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah no. This one's older. It's just like, she was an elder lady, but not like... You keep wanting to say elderly and then I realizing know. that 50 is not old. Exactly. That's exactly what I was getting <laughs> at with that sentence. Like, she's not actually elderly, but she's older than him. Yes, exactly. So right. to him, he's like, this is an old lady. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so, but she does have gray hair. Oh. And her eyes were shut and her mouth was open. Ugh, okay. Just for the record. Gross. So the kid's like, I'm going to call 911. And he tells the operator, I found a head. <laughs> Just the head. And she's like, of what? <laughs> uh, yeah. I found a head, a human head. So the police come, and they take the head, and... <laughs> Just bag it up. <laughs> oh, my God. Send this off as exhibit A. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so then they bring in, like, cadaver dogs to, like, look around the area for the rest of the body. Uh-huh. And they look for two days, and they can't find any body parts. Okay. So just her head was there. Okay. So they put out, like, you know... An APB on a body? <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for a body. Sans head. Yes. A decapitated body? <laughs> I have the other piece. <laughs> so the police put out a report and they're like, hey, is anybody missing somebody? A head? <laughs> <laughs> if this sounds like you or any of your relatives, please call this phone number. <laughs> it's like those medical commercials. <laughs> if you or any of your relatives <laughs> have been the victim decapitation. Yeah. Oh, that made me cry a little. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, okay. In the meantime, they perform an autopsy on the head. Mm-hmm. And it was determined that she was dismembered professionally, and that is in quotes. Professionally by a butcher or professionally by, like, a murderer? Like, the head was embalmed. Oh. And the cuts to the skin around her neck, there was, like, a little bit of jagged at the front, but then, like, the rest of the cuts were, like, perfect as if a mortician had done it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was embalmed. And it was embalmed. Like, somebody took their time and professionally dissected this lady's head from her body and embalmed the head. Okay. And And then left it in the woods. In her eyes, they found professional eye caps. What are eye caps? This is the thing I was Googling. (laughs) I had to Google this right before we told the story because... I thought the exact same thing and then kept, like, reading. And then as I was recapping my notes, I'm like, oh, shit, I need to know what that is. They're, like, these little plastic inserts they put in dead people's eyes, like a mortician's tool. Uh Uh-huh. And it keeps their eyelids shut. And the way it does this is it has, like, little spikes in it so that it, like, hooks your eyelid skin. Which is what I was like, I don't need to ever know this. That freaks me out. And you think spikes, my story was bad? That's awful. The, spi- <laughs> the spikes look like something familiar, but I can't think of what right now. Maybe like a cheese grater? Oh, you know what it is? I'm thinking of like a zester. Oh, yeah, where it, it's like the little star-shaped spikes. Yep, but these were like triangles, the one I saw. But yeah, same thing. Same shit, yeah. yeah. Okay, so they find these professional eye caps in her eyes, but under the eye caps, what they find, which is not professional, were red bouncy balls. That said China on them. Like they were a kid's toy. Okay. Would a mortician use like a, a different kind of ball to make it like a circle? No, perfect timing. Great question. I'm glad you asked. Thank you. Because morticians usually use cotton and then they would put an eye cap on it. Or if they don't use cotton, then there are these spheres that double as eye caps. So you wouldn't do both. But the company that makes them... They're not red. They don't look like this at all. They're like toys. They're not toys. No, no, no. And they're like oval. And these like little red bouncy balls are literally like a bouncy ball that you would get with some jacks. 
All right. Okay. Gross. Weird, right? Yeah, super weird. So, like, all the headlines on this case were a head was found with bouncy balls in the eyes, which was why I was like, um, I'm doing this one. Do go on. (laughs) Yeah. And then as I read it, there was actually only one article that I read that clearly states that there were bouncy balls behind the eye caps. So I was like, okay. Like, they didn't have bouncy balls shoved in her eyes where she looks like she's, like, has bouncy balls in her eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like somebody was embalming her and then put these in there to keep it looking like she has eyes in her head even though she doesn't yeah so the authorities they decide to look into it and see like where did these balls come from maybe we can figure out like what company sells these and it's a chinese company surprise it says china on the balls what but they sell so many of them all over the world that it was like impossible to trace like where these ones could have come from there's not like a lot number or anything on them so all right so no one knows like they didn't get it from this taco stand exactly they're in all those gumball machines and shit so they tried dna testing to see like who is this lady but the dna was destroyed with the embalming oh so they can't even get like any viable the DNA, dna is destroyed with embalming yeah you can't even get like under like so i, I was like thinking... i don't really know how embalming works but i always just assume it's like a shellac <laughs> yeah i actually don't either but i think it's like chemicals that go into your body yeah but i mean i feel like they wouldn't penetrate all of it I don't know, but I have heard of cases where, like, they get DNA from, like, the inner ear bone. But she has her ear. They should look into this. I'll call them. Okay. That's (laughs) smart. So then they're like, oh, we can use her teeth to identify her. And they look in her mouth, and she has a full set of teeth, but every tooth has dental work on it. Like, every single tooth has dental work. And one of the tooths (laughs) of the teeth... <laughs> Shit, I'm tired. One of the teeth had been filled seven times. Like, ugh. A lot of dental work. So they investigators kind of suspect that maybe she was a lower income individual because okay. a lower income individual who had insurance but not the best insurance, so they oh. wouldn't cover caps. So they would just do fillings over and over again, is the theory. All right. Maybe her dentist was like, but if I don't give her caps, she's going to keep coming back. Yeah, that's a shitty dentist. They had studies done. Some dentists are shitty. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Studies show some dentists are shitty. (laughs) They're all the dentists that recommend Trident. (laughs) (laughs) Nine out of ten of them are shitty. Oh, man. So just something to note, they like ran some tests on the fillings, and one of the fillings in her mouth is used or was made up from a substance that they don't use anymore and they stopped using it in like 2004 so she was at least alive in 2004 um if she's 50 years old oh wait (laughs) i was like (laughs) i get it (laughs) okay okay but because she's embalmed so yeah i guess they have no idea how old she is she's not gonna like decompose which i hate to sound like a moron but i didn't know that i thought that if you got embalmed it just made you last like a week so that you could do the viewing i didn't know it was like forever you will look like that why i don't i don't actually know and i don't think it's a choice so much as like i mean this is the chemical we figured that does it and so this is what you get you don't like order i would like two weeks (laughs) i would like the two weeks chemical i know that but i just (laughs) thought that it was to like preserve the body for a viewing or something that oh. like you only embalm them if you were having an open casket or something. i think that is true but also i think that some people don't want like them to decompose like yeah with all the bugs we, and stuff like you that. know what weirds me out more is the fact that like my loved one it looks exactly how they looked when they died because in my head, I like to imagine that they're just, like, dust in there now. So oh, yeah. It's like, or bones. They're, like, tails from the crypt. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that's better to me than, like, creepy and bombed, like, you've been dead for 14 years. How do you still look like that? That's not natural. Yeah. All right. I could see that. You couldn't get your ashes or some shit made yeah. into, like, a, a tree Yeah, or, thing. like, a diamond. Well, yeah, I guess you could do that, too, but... Yeah. I mean, if you want to go back into, like, the earth and shit. See, can... here's the thing with getting your ashes made into a tree is, like, that's a lot of responsibility you for somebody. You wouldn't keep my tree alive. Exactly. <laughs> I can't even keep a friggin' rosebush alive. Don't give me a whole tree. Okay, so basically, they see that she's had, like, a lot of dental work, but they don't know enough about her to know, like, where to look or where you would think dental records, right? But, like, where do you start? Yeah, like, let's try this, Dennis. Yeah. Does this look familiar? Anyway, so they run tests on her hair. And they find out that she was on, like, some heart medications. But that makes sense because she's 50-something. Yeah. Another test, they, quote, examined isotopes from the oxygen molecules. The fuck did you just say? Yeah, end quote. <laughs> so I guess there's isotopes in your O2 molecules 
found in her teeth. I don't know why that... It was so hard for me to say that sentence. So they, like, took her tooth, and inside they found some shit that they could run tests on, and they figured out where she's from. Oh. But it's not a very precise area. Okay. So one article I read said that she had lived in either Pennsylvania, shocking, that's Uh where the head was found, New York, Ohio, West Virginia, or Maryland. Okay. Like, it could have been from any of those areas. Pretty... And it was pretty specific, like, eastern Pennsylvania. Only the article said eastern and western, and I was like, that's all... So, like, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Like, I don't understand how the Compass Rose works. (laughs) Maybe not middle Pennsylvania. Just the eastern and the western part. Oh, maybe. That's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) They touch in the middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. (laughs) The two edges do not touch. (laughs) Another article I had read named all these places off, but it said that the testing suggested that she had traveled through these locations. But I don't think that's true. Like, there's no way that they can, like, take some isotopes from the oxygen in my teeth and then be like, she went to Bombay Beach. (laughs) Actually, they might from that place. Well, yeah. I feel like you get a lot of isotopes from there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so they make a bust of the lady's head, and they do draw up some sketches. Why do they need a bust if they have a perfectly embalmed head? Because they bury it. Oh, that's nice. So they, like, have a funeral kind of for the head. And I think this is, like, a year after they found her. Jeez. But they still have no leads. Like, no one is claiming this lady's head. And, and no one's missing a head? No, no one's, one's missing a up. head. And it's a perfectly preserved head, and they're showing, like, busts and sketches of it. So it's not like they're like, hey, look, this is the head we found. Yeah. And <laughs> no one is, like... Yep, I know that person. That's Auntie Sue. I'm missing her head. Ugh, that's awful. So, the woman's identity is still a mystery. Like now, today? No one knows who she is today. But there are theories about how this head got here. Okay. So, one of them is that her killer was a hobbyist mortician. So, he was, like, practicing in his garage. Uh Uh-huh. Who killed her so that he could practice his skills on her. And disposed her head in the woods. Like, got rid of him. Because those red bouncy balls, like... No one uses those. Yeah, like, like that's in the a profession. amateur yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Everything else was fine. I mean, I guess the like jagged skin around the neck might be a little like hmm, a little shaky there, Bob. Well, he could have like that could have been the fatal wound or whatever. Oh, maybe. Because you said it was just in the front, so he might have like slit her throat and then like oh. I'm just gonna finish this off now that no, she's I'm dead. gonna embalm her head. Yeah. Or she was already dead and embalmed. And a grave robber stole her head. This is a second theory. Uh Uh-huh. But the problem with that theory is that there's no mortuary or a graveyard or anyone or a hospital or anyone that's missing a head. So they go around and they're like, hey, has a grave been robbed? Are you missing a head? Yeah. And you don't just, like, lose heads. Well, you you can see, like, where they dug up a grave. Exactly. And again, they don't put bouncy balls in eyes. So it's kind of weird that this would come from, like, a mortician. Yeah. Before the bouncy ball thing, I was going to be like, was there, like, a hurricane in Pennsylvania? (laughs) And the flood took out the bodies. Oh, and then the head just floated to the top. Yeah, because they found people. (laughs) They found people just recently. I don't remember which hurricane it was. Yeah. Yeah. But they were like, why is this body, like, way older than all these other bodies? And it was, like, from from before. Oh, was this Katrina? I remember all all the coffins started floating. Yeah. Ugh, that's awful. And I think with Katrina, they were having problems because the coffins weren't marked. Yeah. Like, they started marking them now because of that. That's smart. Okay, so here is the final theory. And this is the one, as you'll see, a theme that I do. I usually put the theory that I agree with most at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it could be a misplaced head from a body donor. So maybe she donated her eyes. Oh, okay. somehow they lost her head. And then they were like... Just put some bouncy bells in there. Yeah, this will be fine. They'll never know. But the problem with that is when you donate your eyes, they generally just take out the cornea. And so they would leave, like, the eyes in your head. They would just pull out what they need. They don't, like, remove the whole eye. Mm, Gross. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. Okay, here's the theory I think it is. Okay. Is that she donated her body to science. Okay. And there are body brokers who Uh. sell these bodies... To... <laughs> How do you get into that profession? I don't know, but that should be my job. What do you want to be when you grow up? A body broker. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> little Timmy. What does that mean? But it's not like black market. I mean, maybe. It could. I'm sure there. I know oh, there is. You think they're not hustling a little on the side? Well, they might be because they're losing fucking heads. <laughs> right? 
So body brokers, and the reason I agree with this theory the most is that I guess like the um, I like how I'm saying this like I did all the research. All the articles I read agree with uh-huh. this theory the most too, <laughs> but um, is because the industry isn't as regulated. So somebody could be like, "Shit, man, I'm out of fucking eye caps. I'm gonna shove these bouncy balls in here." Okay, so wait, explain this better to me. What does a body broker do? Uh, they sell like body parts for science to like you know universities and shit and how and probably the, also medical centers do the body brokers are they the ones that you're saying they're lax on the regulation bombing and stuff well yeah because like when you're when you're doing it professionally for like like a mortician for yeah. viewing purposes or for burial it's like pretty regulated oh, and okay. for and for also for transplants and stuff it's like regulated like there's a whole process you don't just shove bouncy balls in somebody's eyes you have to be yeah. respectful of the bodies yeah but this guy's like i'm just selling bodies man and this thing has eyes and i'm all out of eye spears yeah so i'm gonna shove a bouncy ball in there my son has these little bouncy balls maybe i doing this work at home obviously i don't know it was a weekend but that's my guess you know how like you work for somebody shitty and they won't buy you the proper equipment or something and you just have to go along with it even though you know it's not right but then you never want to admit that you used that thing like the red bouncy ball like man why can't this guy just buy the right shit yep and then you use it, and you're like, we're just going to act like this never happened. And you're just slightly embarrassed by it, but it's yeah. okay because it works. Yeah. But, like, you can't do that when you're, like, morally obligated. Although they are dead, so, like, who knows? Theoretically, no one should have ever found the red bouncy balls. <laughs> well, but, I mean, if you're, like, selling the body to science, aren't they going to figure it out eventually? That's true. Okay. So it's not as regulated. Body brokerage. And there are, like, a lot of cases of body parts being mishandled and lost. Oh. And here's a few examples. Uh-huh. One body broker was found storing human heads by stacking them on top of each other without putting, like, a barrier between them. Like, I would think you put them in, like, a nice little box and, like, like stack a Tupperware. them in the freezer. Yeah. 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 Like, jar. Glad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sponsored. Yeah, this but is... he was just, like, stacking them in the freezer. Like, here they go. Oh. Another body broker I don't was think I want that in my freezer but go no, on no i mean i'm sure it was like wherever he works at like they have freezers it wasn't his home like freezer like next yeah. to the egos on the fucking yeah it wasn't that guy chicken tendies <laughs> are these dino chickens <laughs> hell yeah they are <laughs> another body broker was transporting bodies in a van or something and a body fell out and he didn't notice it <laughs> Uh-huh. Somebody else found the body on the side of the road. And he was like, oh, shit, man. That's crazy. Oh, thanks. Another body broker got in a lot of trouble because he was mishandling infected human remains. Ew, How terrifying ew, is that? Ew. Ew. Yeah. Why would he mishandle them? They're infected. Did he know they were infected? I don't know, but I just think about... What were they about... infected with? Oh, I'm sure he knew. Come on, man. Either way, I w- just don't touch the human remains. You have no idea what's on there. You don't want your DNA. You don't want your fingerprints. Always put gloves on. Well, okay. Maybe he might he have had, had gloves, gloves on. on yeah. But what if it's like a raw chicken? You know, like cross-contamination. Well, I put it on my counter, and then I put it in the fridge, Ugh. and then I stacked up all the heads. Yeah, like, that's but, probably the same guy, huh? Yeah, that guy doesn't sound like he's on top of his shit. All I'm thinking of is when I worked in the nursing home, all of the people who would come to take the deceased away, Yeah, I don't want to be rude or anything, but they weren't the top-tier... They weren't, like, dressed in a suit or anything. It was just, like, some dude in an ice cream truck coming with, like, a T-shirt and a broken arm and a cast. And he's just like, hey, all right, in the back? Okay. Ugh. I've seen some stuff. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know if this is because you're working at a nursing home. And, by the way, the place I worked at was, like, super nice, really awesome facility. It was. Small. Yeah, it wasn't, like janky or anything so it was shocking when they showed up and every time we had to call them they came late at night like almost in the middle of the night which is probably better because we had other residents and they yeah, don't i was see gonna that. say if i yeah. was another resident i don't think i'd want to see like the body snatchers coming in like yeah. their janky stained t-shirts but also weird because of that and you're just there's you just know that there's somebody passed away in the room down the hall and you're just like waiting for them to show up because it's not like they're like okay we'll be there at 2 a.m it's like so and so passed away at four o'clock in the afternoon and we called them and they said they were coming but they haven't showed up yet Ugh. yeah and then just a random guy that's not like in a uniform shows up at the door and you're like yeah i guess you can take yeah with a granny at least (laughs) oh that's good yeah 
I don't know. I and mean, they were really nice and everything. But like one time this guy came with literally a broken arm and he was like, I have to bring my coworker because I j- broke my arm. And we're just I like, I can't lift a body. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe take the week off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe he had and he was coming back. Anyway, so it's not unheard of that these body brokers don't handle the... Not to say that the people I was talking about are body brokers at all, but <laughs> just that just segued into something weird. <laughs> so the supporting theory is that the cervical vertebrae had been removed oh. from the head, indicating the procurement of a cervical spine, meaning somebody was like, I need to buy the spine. And so they cut the spine away, and okay. they do it in a in such a way that preserves the spine and the head, so you can sell both parts of the body. Okay. And they're assuming that somebody bought the spine, since they don't no have one's it. looking for a head. That makes sense. And you can actually see x-rays of the head, oh. where there is literally no spine. Gross. It's weird. I mean, it's an x-ray, so it's not that, like, yeah, yeah. terrifying or anything. And it was, like, professionally dissected. Nobody, like, went in there with a kitchen knife and, like, hacked it apart, is what I'm getting at. The hard part, or the hard part, hard part about body brokers. <laughs> My oh. nose is stuffy, and I don't know why. I'm sorry. Oh god, you okay? Yeah, I don't know why it's all stuffy all of a sudden. You allergic? To what? Coffee? <laughs> god no, I hope not. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so the difficult thing about like tracking these body parts for body brokers is that they literally ship body parts all over the country, so it's hard to like track anything down. All right. And just because she was found in pennsylvania doesn't mean she's from pennsylvania because they should have shipped or they could have shipped it to pennsylvania and then someone in pennsylvania lost it there Mm -hmm. how do you lose a head in the woods though well i mean they lost a body on the side of the road yeah but that's the side of the road like clearly you were driving what the fuck were you doing with a head in the woods but it was like close to a road it was like the kid wasn't like he didn't like venture off deep into the woods it was like along a pretty not heavily traveled roads, but, but like a normal travel. Yeah. Which I mean, like maybe it rolled. I don't know. All right. So investigators of the case decide that they're going to buy some heads to prove this theory. <laughs> Go on. But they backed out because they were like, that. like last second, they're like, no, let's not do this because this has been all over the news. So any local brokers are going to for sure fix their shit if they're shoving like red bouncy balls and eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to be the one that's like, oh, fuck, that was my head. Exactly. Exactly what we were talking about before, where you're, like, embarrassed about it. They just didn't think it would be, like, a good sample size. I don't know. (laughs) Sample audience. Uh, So a news agency that had been covering the story was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to buy some heads. So we'll test the theory. And so they what decide- is a news agency going to do with heads, though? Like, once you get them, then you're like, oh. I'll tell you. Very so they buy two heads at $300 each. Oh, that's how much a head runs that's for. That's alarmingly cheap. It is. Okay. I mean, $300 is a lot of money, but for a head? Can anyone buy them? Obviously, the news station did. Exactly. That's so fucking weird, right? Okay, so they buy the heads, and they send the heads to a medical researcher who examines the heads. And then they examine the photos of this, like, found of the Jane Doe head. Uh-huh. And they are dissected very similarly. So they're thinking, like, okay. We this, found the place. This is, well, not, like, the oh, exact place, that, but, like, like that's probably this is, is how a body broker dissects the head. So it's similar. They didn't find, like, red bouncy balls in their eyeballs or anything. But I guess, like, the way that they removed the spine head from the spine. Yeah. So the theory is that probably the head fell out of a car during transport. But some people argue... This is fucking ridiculous. Uh Some people argue that that's not possible because if the head had fallen out of the car during transport, that the bouncy balls would have fallen out of the eyes. (laughs) I'm sorry. Can you you imagine? (laughs) I was like, okay, but there were eye caps on it. And I want to say that all of the articles I read, most of them didn't even mention that they also had eye caps. It was just like, and somebody shoved bouncy balls in there for like the shock value. So yeah. the shock value is fun, but I wanted to be truthful and honest as I read this. Yeah. And I'm assuming the one article that was super detailed that I got a majority of my information from that I didn't even cite. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't Wikipedia for once. <laughs> oh. I feel like that's more true than like the two paragraph articles I was reading elsewhere. Yeah. They could test that theory by throwing their heads that they bought why aren't we on the team right hey uh reporters who bought the heads you still got those (laughs) (laughs) we'll mail you some bouncy balls you'll have to get your own eye caps roll the heads out (laughs) maybe oh i don't want to be a part of it i don't want to touch (laughs) the heads 
So there is one person that stepped forward and said that she looks kind of like what my sister could have looked like. Ugh. Because she has been missing from Ugh. Pennsylvania. Her name is Tamara Porin, and she's been missing since November of 1986. And I guess she, like, ran away. It was, like, a day before her birthday that she went missing. And they say that she had a history of running away because she didn't get along with her parents and everything. Yeah. And she was young. Let's see. She was born in 71. So she was, like, you know, 15 if it happened in 86. So they kind of, I mean, she was 15 when she went missing so they don't know what she would look like at 50 but her brother was like it could be her so but that's where the story ends jesus yeah isn't that weird this poor sibling i feel bad for the kid who found the head that was the other thing i was gonna say is that kid obviously had a awesome story on monday <laughs> yeah that's hey, man, true what you do this weekend oh my mom got me the new gta oh that's cool <laughs> i found a fucking head <laughs> And I called the cops. <laughs> yeah. Did you poke it with a stick? Nah. Well, probably. It had bouncy balls for eyes. I thought it was a dead animal, so I went to investigate. <laughs> Which is kind of scary when you're alone. <laughs> a dead animal or a head? Anything dead. I think even a dead animal, I'd be like, ugh, but I wouldn't walk closer. Unless you were with me, then I'd be like, let's get a stick. I feel like when I used to walk home all the time, I would see, like, I don't know, dead shit. But I never poked it or anything, so it wasn't weird. But, like, it didn't... You are weird, but okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Whatever. It didn't, like, wasn't that type of weird. Yeah. <laughs> that brand Different. of weird. Different brand. Yeah. No serial killer traits here. Uh-huh. But it didn't, like... It didn't bother me. It wasn't like, oh, gross. But I also probably wouldn't go investigate. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, what's that over there? Yeah. i walk over to it. I'd just be like, that's weird. Yeah. Keep walking. If it were, like, in my path while I were walking, yeah. I'd look down and look at it yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would sure. look at it as I walked but by. But I wouldn't go, I don't know, 15 feet out of the way. Yeah. I'd be like, mm, mm, gross. Unless Which... it looked like a head. And then I'd be like, is that a fucking head? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then I'd probably look around like, is this a prank? <laughs> Oh, my God. But if you found a head and you were alone, I'd be like, no, 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 no. This is how I die and how my head ends up in this bog. It yeah. wasn't a bog at all. I keep saying that, but I just like the idea of a bog. That would be terrifying. If I found a head, I would clearly think, like, well, whoever left the head here is obviously going to take my head. Yep. And that's not okay. No. And you got to think that kid didn't know it was, like, embalmed or anything. Yeah. He just I thought it was, know. like, a fresh head. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I wouldn't know either. Is it shiny? I think it's shiny. I don't know. Well, I mean, they put makeup on and stuff, so I don't know. Yeah, but that makeup probably washed off. Well, and it probably, if they're just embalming for science or whatever, they probably didn't put makeup on it. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, gross. I don't know. That's weird. Why would you embalm a head and then buy it for, like, why do you embalm it to sell it for science? Just so it doesn't rot? I guess, Like, yeah, why don't like, you sell the bone? The shelf life is longer. Or like, well, I, I guess, guess you could brain? just disintegrate it if you wanted the bones, though. And so, like, if you wanted the skin, then you have them all with skin. And if you just want the bones, you can just boil off whatever you do. I don't know if you boil it. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know the logistics. I don't know either, but I'm on a list for sure for, like, Googling embalmed head found with bouncy balls and eyes. Ugh, and yeah. then I was on YouTube because I wanted to hear – some of, like, people will cover the story, but it's like a – YouTube. One minute clip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to hear, maybe I had missed something really cool. And so I was listening to a couple of them. And it would be like three videos of it. And then the fourth video would be like, embalming, do it yourself. And I'm like, no. And no. it's like somebody in a garage. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Gosh, no thank you. Anyway, so that's my story for today. That's a good story. Thanks. I liked it. It wasn't as bad as yours. No. It doesn't leave people feeling as horrible. Exactly. You lifted the spirits a little bit. Thanks. I try real hard. <laughs> it's your main goal in life. Yep. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Uh, you can... Email us any inconsistencies or to tell us how awesome we are at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at isgdpodcast. Go to our website, isgdpodcast.com, and uh -huh. they can subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. That's right. Oh, and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever device you use to listen to us on. Please let us know how we're doing so that we feel motivated to keep going even though this is a lot of fun and we'd probably do it even if you weren't listening. We're gonna do it even if you don't listen but we also like 
to be told that we're great. So yep. do that. <laughs> okay, so tonight's goddamn comes straight to us from our third bestie, Jamie Ann. I forced her to do this, and I haven't listened to it yet, so let's give it a shot. I said goddamn. <laughs> I love her. I said goddamn. She's great. <laughs> I could picture it. <laughs> I love her so much. That uh, was a perfect she's great. Goddamn. Yep. She's going to listen to every episode. She better. She fucking better. Hi, Jamie Ann. Okay, everyone. Until next week. Later. Bye. <laughs>